couple points throughout the fights where I where I was convinced that like I just did not see a way out for them. I was convinced some of them were dying. We usually get sound complaints due to music. I thought for sure I was gonna get like some text. I I was yelling really really loud. I didn't realize how how much I liked him as a character until he almost died. He's my favorite character. Alright, so we're gonna get right on into the episode, Weaving with Wes, episode number fucking 40. We have a lot of shit to cover, we haven't, it feels like we've been, uh, uh, like, I don't know, we've been releasing an episode every week, but it's just been, we're, we're like, behind right now. So, like I, to like I told Wes earlier, we're gonna do this episode on D the Demon Slayer finale, the uh, last two episodes, what we like, what we dislike. We're going to spit the shit on that, and then um, the next episode, episode 41, is going to be a gaming, gaming slash anime uh, uh, episode that I have all planned out. I was at work, and I had a notepad, and I was printing shit, and in the meantime, there was just, the ideas kept fucking rolling. So, um, we're going to get right on in. We I actually have a new deck attack with the Mac at the back of the sack. It came out, uh, he, he released five or six singles uh two months ago and i've just i've just been so i mean my fucking tooth the internet not being on for like a week and i'm pretty surprised it's on right now uh knock on fucking wood shit i only did that because i'm not hard right now but okay we gotta <laughs> uh i think it would be worse if you were hard right now <laughs> They're, they're talking about uh, gaming and fucking anime. Just, I'm completely, consistently hard for how long have we been recording? 12 minutes straight. Rock solid. <laughs> Alright, bro. But you know what else gets me fucking rock solid hard is the new DAC track. It's, uh, it's faded. Nope. Can you hear that? Dude. Barely, yeah. Wait, wait. It's kind of, yeah. I can, like... Oh, that the last part came through pretty clearly there. I was about to say if you could hear it now and you couldn't then. I don't I don't understand that. I think there's some fucking setting, but that's not the faded track that we're talking about. This uh, is the faded track. Yeah. And I actually haven't listened to any of these, so we're probably gonna play it for the like first thirty some odd seconds. And then get into it. Dude, imagine if you had this like full blast on my studio monitors. I can already tell the bass would just start vibrating shit. <laughs> consume the whole apartment. That did get you rock hard. I see now what you mean. The vibrations. Okay, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. That's where I have all my speaker uh, 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 bass directed towards. There's Directly some right at your dick. Yeah, right, right under my keyboard because I slide my keyboard thing out. There's just like a, <laughs> there's a bass vibrator. <laughs> I get fully attended to while I'm doing these podcasts. Oh man. That's what you do, man. Dude, we can't, we can't go fucking, we can't go fucking raunchy like I did in the last Broke Knock Life. Bro, me and Morgan, we're, talk, we're talking about cock soap and fucking, uh, uh, is that the, that's like the circular yeah. shape thing? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you me or did somebody else send that to me? I probably sent it to you. I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of popular right now. I'm seeing it on TikToks and stuff. It's like, uh, 
Fuck. Yeah. Big or small wiener. Uh, fuck. What is what is the slogan? It's fucking genius. It's like cleaner. <laughs> All right. This is on my search history now. Yes. Yeah, All right. <laughs> um. What's that? It's a wiener cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. There's a slogan. Large or small or in betweener. Nothing beats a cleaner wiener. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Genius. Dude, whoever said that. Never been that stimulating. Yeah, do imagine you're just fucking it. Dude, there are going to be so many abusive people. Somebody is going to start buying them in bulk. They're going to be like, okay, we're sending 30 dick soaps every two days to this guy via Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah go check out faded <laughs> todd's on soundcloud yeah but yeah the last broke knock life was fucking pure debauchery complete and utter debauchery i mean me and morgan we, we're just like you know what and at the end i'm like i'm not i'm not even gonna cut out a lot i'm just gonna keep it all in fuck it <laughs> but dude we'll do it live but dude we have to get down to business real quick so the uh so the last two episodes of Demon Slayer, the entertainment arc. Let me uh So I was watching this with Icy, right? Me and her were just chilling, watching the anime. And dude, I don't remember the like the second to last episode, you know, the big fight. I don't remember yeah. the last time I yelled that much during an episode. Dude, the amount of different emotions throughout that episode, like almost killed me, bruh. I have to say also, uh, real quick, the episode titles got me pretty excited for the episodes themselves. Dude. Like as they were coming out, just like my my like ritual, I guess if you want to call it that, is yeah. basically once oh, once my girlfriend goes to bed, uh I will uh smoke some nicotine and uh sit down on the couch or whatever and watch whatever new episode is out right before i go to bed nice and so like every time i get it set up before i go smoke and so like i see the episode title and i see like whatever thumbnail crunchyroll has um so i you know seeing the never give up and then no matter how many lives dude like, i thought it was over like dude, dude i whole, thought we'll get to that we'll get to it but man the episode titles actually are, are pretty good for this series uh in terms of just like getting me excited for the for the episode, but also maybe that's just because the show is good. Who knows? Maybe it's less of the about, about the title and more about the show itself. I don't know. But like, man, like bro, we usually get sound complaints due to music. I thought for sure I was gonna get like some text. I I was yelling really really loud. There were dude. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. I got. I got a list that we have to. Okay. Because I want to mention something. Okay. 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 Bro. Okay. The loudest part. Okay. Well, tell me the loudest or like the most hyped you got. Because mine. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. I thought. I thought my fucking internet. Mine is fucking Zenetsu. Godlike speed. When he was fucking dashing at her? Dude, you know I mean? dude. Oh, and right before, remember it, it cut to him? He was like trying to get out of that fucking burning building. 
That was right. probably the darkest shit I've ever seen. Like, it just panning to them and, uh, what's his name? The fucking, the demon. They're just toying with Tanjiro and, and, and everything was just looking yeah. horrible. And then... Dude, there were multiple points throughout the fights where I, where I was convinced that, like, I just did not see a way out for them. I was convinced some of them were dying. Yes, me too! The fact that they did not is insane. That, I want to, I want to talk about that last. But bro, what what whenever whenever uh I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember the exact moment. He got up in the air all of a sudden and then you saw uh like a vein pop out on his head and then he's like god like speed and then that fucking explosion I was like oh fuck I was yelling so fucking loud man. The animation, the fucking sound effects, I mean the animation was fucking sick. Like the art, just in general, was really fucking good. It's insane. But what what's your favorite part or mo- your most hype moment in that episode? So we're talking about the, episode seventeen at this point. The yeah, second to last one. I only have a few comments on the la- on like the last episode, but mainly I want to. I, I I've been needing to talk about this fucking fight because like leading yeah, I, leading I, up to it you're just you're asking me my most hype moment or like the craziest moment for me um let's go with craziest okay cuz i have to say whenever fucking uh uh shit what's his name the Inosuke is is stabbed like in the heart when we thought he was like clean getting away with what's your face's head dude i freaked out i was like no! yes me too me too i was going to be so upset if he died there man I he's was. Like, I didn't realize how how much I liked him as a character until he almost died. <laughs> he's my favorite character, and I thought I I knew th- there was something fishy because it was it was rec- it was on him too long getting away, right, right. and I'm like, no, dude, please, 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 please stop, pan off, right. cut to somebody else, damn it. Right. If nothing was gonna happen, it would have just cut away from me. Yes, dude. I'm like, please, please. And then all of a sudden, I didn't know it was gonna be that drastic, man. Like, if anything, maybe like a stab through the arm. But like that motherfucker, he got fucked. Right to the chest. And it looked right so dark. I was completely silent. I have to say, also the uh, the beheading of Daki. Or not Daki. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 it was Daki. Daki was the, the ribbon lady. Yeah. Was pretty sick. I th- Like, how long was... Uh, God damn it, what was it? Zenitsu? Zenitsu, yeah. How long was Zenitsu just... Whoosh, Dude! <laughs> Dude, you saw... Oh, yeah, and while he was doing that, his legs were, like, disintegrating. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was insane. He was just like flying, man. He was he was going, and then the whatever they finally get back together or whatever, and like slice her neck. Yeah, Nosuke so comes out and just fucking. <sighs> it's amazing. Oh, okay. And then his uh, what, what was his excuse for missing the blade? He said you 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 forget how flexible I am or some shit, or like he moved his fucking or his internal organs around. <laughs> yeah. That's that's that is uh, what he said. Which I mean, it's a shonen, so I'll let it slide. Yeah, like, yeah. Clearly, it's pretty ridiculous. But you know, <laughs> the solid. like the show is already ridiculous. Right, right, right. Uh, you can't really get realistic at this point. 
Like, you right. can get realistic right. along the lines of how crazy things are and, like, realistic in that world. But, I mean, there's only so much you can you can do. You can do. I think it's a, a fitting thing for his character, for him to, for him to come, come up with that. The other moment I wanted to talk about was essentially the last scene in the show where he thinks it's all over or whatever, and he's, like, about to pass out, and then he sees uh, the, the sound Hashira, Tengen or whatever his name is, running yeah. at him. Like, and he's just like, what? <laughs> What's going on? I'm about to fucking die. I'm ble bleeding out for, like, six episodes. <laughs> dude, 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 dude. That motherfucker. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to talk about, this is one of my gripes in, in the past four episodes. Which, uh, which, you probably know what I'm going to say, but I was watching the last episode, the second to last episode, the fight, again. And Tyler and Kingsley were in the room. And then uh, Tyler just was just noticing. I mean, he doesn't watch the show, right? He was just noticing how many times they're like getting back up. And he's like, "Oh, do they have like Dragon Balls or something?" And this is whenever I was like, "There's probably that shit's probably gonna happen." And then all of a sudden, at the end, fucking Nezuko. <laughs> yeah. Nezuko. Nezuko is the Dragon Balls. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Her. Her. Blood flame art is, uh, yeah. That I, is so OP, bro. She healed everyone. I mean, besides uh, uh, Teng Tengen, right? She did. He she did end up removing his poison, uh, but she didn't like recover his severed arm, or right? Or hand, or whatever it was. Yeah, because at the end, he said he's retiring. He's like, "What the fuck, right. dude? I can't do shit without this. I'm, I, I have three wives, bro. Let me go home." <laughs> he's like bro bro this was so this was too close i was about to lose all that shit i need to go home dude yeah, yeah. I, there were so many moments throughout the uh this the season i or mostly the last i, I guess the fight against the uh the top six or whatever mm -hmm. the the uh Gyutaro and uh daki mm-hmm there was multiple moments where I thought that for sure one of his wives were going to die, if not all of them. Like, yeah. especially whenever she was on the roof and she fucking shot she, that thing at him. I, which, by the way, was such a fucking sick moment. Dude. I feel like, for me in particular, that was, like, quite I don't know if I want to say exciting, but, like, it was really, it was a really cool moment where they both, like, lunged in, like, they just, like, perfectly in sync. She shoots the thing, and he's like, ah, fuck that, I'll just dodge them all. And then he, like, uh... Tengen gets hit with one or whatever in order to like stab him with another so that he would get hit with another. Yeah, he's like, just fire it. I, I, I'm, I'll dodge it. Very clutch. And then she clutch. fires it, and then he had no intention. He's like, bro, there's no way I'm gonna dodge it and and fight him. Just fucking shoot it. I'll take the pain. Fuck it. <laughs> he's like, I'm not a demon. Wisteria doesn't really do much to me. Right, it's right. Like, you need little kunai. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but that that kunai came back to fucking. Well, it didn't really can't come back to uh, to bite him in the ass. It it helped Tanjiro at the end, but then I'm just remembering whenever he was taking it out and like he was gonna use it against Tanjiro, right? Or did, was he just trying to take that out just to uh, move again? That like slow motion part where he's like on the ground. Yeah, I think he's just taking it out because Wisteria basically removes like it's it's similar to like the sea stones. Oh, uh, yeah, drains them of their power essentially uh so he had to take it out in order to be able to do anything dude but there's um, multiple moments back back to my gripe i mean i kind of just uh paved over it but tanjiro bro 
You should have died, like... All of them should have. I think... <laughs> so, again, this is like a... Sh this is a shonen. Right. There, there's clearly, like, similar themes to Naruto, which I feel like is one of the main themes of Naruto, you know, is never give up, push through adversity. Right. Uh, that type of thing. That very much, I think, is like... They were not trying to be subtle with it at all here. They were, like... It was literally, like, a theme of, you know... Whenever you get knocked down, get, get back up, type of thing. Right. That's that's how I interpret it anyway. Because you know, because every time, well, I, I do give them this. While I don't, <clears throat> while I kind of find it annoying that he's like on the brink of death three or four or five different times, they always come out with you know like a new form, or he does something really badass to kind of combat that and make me kind of just deal with it and think and, and put into context that it's a fucking shonen, you know. Yeah, the uh, it's moments like those that kind of like because obviously going into shows like this, you have to have some suspension of disbelief, uh, <laughs> right. and you have to consider what is like you were saying earlier realistic for the show. Mm -hmm. uh, but there are definitely like like those like I'm with, there with you where those moments were definitely like oh man he's getting back up yet again. Right. But also I think that was the point. I think the point was to be like. Even if, like, everything seems hopeless. Like, I specifically am thinking of that one scene where he's walking to the burning building or whatever. And Yutaro uh, uh, comes over and is, like, fucking, you know, wailing on him and, like, fucking Dude, around with you him. and I are on the same wavelength. I was like, I hope he's about to bring that scene up where he pulls, like, a Krillin strategic move. Right. Raw, that was clutch. See, they, see that's kind of what I'm talking about. They kind of back it up. By he's right. like about to die, and then he does some fucking crazy shit that goes back to like three separate moments before. That was badass, right. but also dark. Whenever he was shaking Tandro's head, and he's like, "You are fucking weak, you fucking bitch." Yeah, I mean, it was, the other thing I wanted to mention was, uh, is or I guess before I move on, was there anything else you wanted to mention about episode seventeen? Hmm. I mean, just, uh, I kind of wanted to, like, the Nezuko power, so Nezuko has a new demon art, and it's, like, it's a blood demon art that... I think we saw her use it before on Mugen Train art, didn't we? I don't think it's, like, it's not new to this season, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just the scale that she did it, just, I'm like, fuck, yeah, yeah, all of yeah. them got immediately healed. <laughs> Dude, they, they were going through... They were on the brink of death for six episodes, and then they got right like a, like a sensu bean. Fuck. It was yeah that that is a very fair criticism, I guess, is what I've been trying to say about yeah. the whole like them being on brink of death because it really was like five or six episodes, it was, it, or at least it felt like that. Yeah, where they were just like constantly like one like near death like sh or sh not even near death. It was like they should have died, dude. Touch like, multiple times. And Tundra like, got example, stabbed under the chin almost up until his oh, yeah, fucking through. that would that would that made me go oh fuck yeah that was that was and he still swung cool. the fucking blade like a g he's like I you mean, still I swung would, it fuck man i really thought they were going at this with reckless abandon that's what it seemed like they were just like going at it they were like i don't care if i die i'm gonna kill this fucking demon that's that's the entire like that's the feeling that I had throughout those episodes, which to your point, I feel like is why those, those moments where they're like, it feels like they should have died feel less, uh, or maybe the fight 
felt less impactful overall, I guess, just because like they like even though it felt like there was that threat of death, like it, they kept showing us over and over again. The characters aren't gonna die; they're just gonna stand back up again. Like he'll get stabbed in the heart, stand back up again. He'll get fucking smashed through like three buildings, and stand back up again. Dude, he got fucking launched into that building. Yeah, man. Oh I my like god! At one point or another, got launched into a fucking building, bro. Like that that town is is. Oh my! Oh, that's another thing I wanted to mention. Oh my god, dude! They're all dead. Yeah, dude. They're all dead. Yeah, either they all escaped. Weren't they like the the Kunoichis or whatever they call them, like the female ninjas or whatever that are the Hashira's wives? Were supposed to be like evacuating the people. Oh, okay. So I I think I think they succeeded because I I mean, but bro, I don't think the show's the show's brutal enough to like show just a bunch of dead bodies everywhere. Dude, Uh, but man, that's what I was thinking. That would have been fucking insane if they did. Just like, just like the first episode, through a building, just like a like <laughs> arm, you know, it's like laying out from under the rubble, like a hand here or there, like a fucking severed head somewhere, you know. That would make the show like, so much more different. Like it's already brutal as fuck. Hence the first episode where you're just staring at a dead family, and just <laughs> blood everywhere, just fucking like a kid like crawling and fucking you know crying and shit. Show, I think the show already pushes the what's what's the word the phrase? I mean, is it pushes the envelope. Is that the right? Ah, uh, that that sounds right. Pushes the envelope, pushes boundaries, pushes the envelope. So that sounds right. Let me make sure this means what I think it means. Yeah, the show already pushes the envelope in terms of like gritty, gory, like violence, and like even like for a shonen specifically is what I mean. Yeah. Um, because I think it would make sense for the world. For that to have happened, like have all of those deaths and like all that carnage and everything, but it doesn't make sense for it as like in the meta of things. Like it doesn't make sense for them to do it in like for marketing reasons, you know. Because <laughs> then parents are gonna stop making like not let their ch- children watch it. Like it's this like it would lean more into like the berserk levels, right? Just, right. Like, gritty insanity, you know. Like you and just see a scene. His like his his black and red power where he just expands it. You just see a scene where it's just annihilating building after building, and then there's families like, oh, help me, <laughs> dude. That would turn into a completely different show. The parents would be like, whoa, whoa, turn it off. No more Nezuko. No, no, no more Nezuko merch. No. <laughs> no more Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer banned. Uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's a shonen, so they can't, they obviously can't go, like, that hard into it like Berserk does, but, uh, man, it would be really good if they did, I think. It but would I, make the show that I do, I, I, they push, like, right at that line for it to still right, be marketable. Sure. Yeah, I, sure. I agree with you. I bet, I bet there are still, like, I don't, I don't know, because I haven't looked it up, but I, I bet there are, is some backlash from, like, various families, both in Japan and in the U.S., that are like, ah, oh, you can't watch this dude just got fucking stabbed in the heart what the fuck <laughs> you know but it, like it's really not that gory for the most part uh no. like even uh oh Tegan, dude like, the thing the thing that got me was whenever oh, he man. broke his two fingers oh dude yeah that was brutal it I was reminded like, me oh! of the, uh, my hero like when uh yes! deku fucking does his little flick things and and my hero and like fucking shatters his fingers yeah that's what it reminded me of man and it was in such a dark atmosphere, too. He was just toying with them. He's like, you're going to swing your sword? What about with uh, two less fingers? And it just flips up. And then throughout the entire fight, you see him holding the sword with his fingers just all the way back. 
Dude, that was that was one of the most brutal scenes. Like, forget the stabbing in the heart. Forget the like when he got stabbed in the jaw while trying to sever the neck. That scene in particular was just fucking brutal. That man. made me jump more than the stabbing through there. Yeah, that was that was pretty brutal because uh, there was just nothing he could do about that. <laughs> <laughs> he was just kind of like, man. Oh my fucking god, man, Tandro, staying alive so, the entire time. That was a really great episode, though. Like, overall, that was probably one of the best episodes of the season. Um, maybe, arguably, even one of the best episodes in the show so far. Uh, I think I'm the inclined only to agree thing with you. That might rival it is the scene in season one where he first uses Hinokami Kagura to slice the spider guy's neck. Oh, dude. That I mean... was like, to me, I think that's still number one. But. This episode comes pretty, 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 pretty fucking close. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's because they're, they're tying in, like, all of these different fucking right. moments, man. And it's it's incredible. But okay. Is there any anything else about... I think we just talk about that last scene where he's uh, coming in, or, or he's, like, on his knees or whatever, thinking that the fight's over, and then... You see uh, Tengen running towards him, like tr- screaming at him to run away. And then the fucking, you know, the explosion afterwards. And and then we cut into episode 18. That's where, like, I thought the fight was over. I thought it was done. I thought that was the last ep- the so- episode of the season because I didn't even look at it. Right. Uh, and then that happened and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then they and then they go to, which, which is, and then they go to, like, a backstory, a backstory episode about the two demons. Right. And I think they've done this for all of, like, the major demons so far. Uh, dude, I don't know, man. This one just seemed like it was dragging on way too long. Like, I, I, I don't know if it's the voice actor, the girl's voice, but it was, it, there was many moments where I was just annoyed. What's up, lads? Bring out the weeb and you like us on Weaving with Wes right here on the home network for all your weaving shop needs. You need to shop at theanimexgallery.com and use the code BROKE15 for 15% off your next purchase. There's new red-blue color blast Charizard Blastoise tees coming out very soon. There's a custom trading card that comes with them. Uh, keep an eye out. Go shop now, you, shop now, fucking, you fucking weeb. weeb. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I know they were just, uh, it's a fucked up backstory, and they both had it horrible. They were both, like, scum of the earth. They tried to, you know, blah, blah, blah. They rose up, had to become a demon to, you know, I don't know, man. Cut it down to, like, half, and then show some shit that happened after that fucking explosion. <laughs> Please. Something. Right. That That's my only gripe. I... It just went on too long. It kind of felt like a wrap-up of the season, I guess. More or less. Um, and like I said, they've done backstories for other demons so far. Uh, so I think it makes sense and would be weird if they didn't do it. Yeah. I personally enjoyed it, but I also understand why you uh, wouldn't. I like that they... Although, let me let me add a caveat here. I wish they would do this episode earlier in the season to humanize the demons more. Yeah. I understand that they, like... I feel like they should have done it right after they revealed Gyotaro was like melded or merged with uh, Daki, like whenever he first yeah. came out of her. That would be like uh, a very typical place to put a demon's backstory. Maybe like an episode after that, at the very yeah. latest. Yeah, 
they always do it. It's always like the demons regrets as they're dying, essentially, and they go through like the backstory, and it's like Tanjiro trying to like send him off uh, and show like his, I guess, his soft side or something, and be like, he's not a demon slayer. He's like this. Uh, I mean, he is a demon slayer, like obviously, but he's more of a what? What? What, do you, what would you call it? There's like a word for it. Somebody who essentially is like uh, sending souls on, like right. in. Uh, I I know I know what you, I know what you mean. He doesn't have like the strict black and white. This is a fucking demon. This is gonna. He thinks of. Right. He thinks about the whole. It's like he's watching the whole backstory, and he's like, "Oh right. shit, fuck! All right, damn." Right. He's he's seeing that relationship between the two demons, like the sibling demons, and he's you know thinking to his own relationship with the his sister. Obviously, I think I think that's a pretty important, maybe not important, but a pretty for me at least it was pretty impactful. Uh, just to show that even though he just like went through this huge fight, almost had like all of his fellow demon slayers like murdered, even even the uh, the Kunoichi were almost killed. You know, bro. Uh, the town was destroyed. All despite all of that, he still like feels empathy for them. And the episode like tries really hard as well, like to make you as the viewer feel that empathy. Uh, and I I personally think it succeeds. Um, it did with me. It's just they, those heads were burning for quite a long time. Right, right. <laughs> That's fair. I, but again, I think they should have done it earlier because that would have. I think that would have made the fight much more interesting. I do think like, it's like, the most interesting backstory to a demon. I think it's yeah. like the grimiest. Like it made me like feel for him, but just cut it down like six. Especially the way it seven. ended. Like the way they became demons, it was like it was. It very much was a feeling of any like you could see any person in that situation making that same choice. I guess right. It it brings them down to you have to become a demon, right? And there and it makes the viewer be like that. Well, there was no other choice, right? Like there was another choice, but the other choice was die and. Right. You know, I mean. live like die with your regrets essentially was the other choice. Right. And I really like I personally I can't blame him for for making that choice. Uh me neither. Well, but but I mean we can blame them for killing all those people. But I'd, I'd be know. such a dick. <laughs> I'd be such a dick as a demon. I mean, man, they just were they were down so bad, bro. Like their entire lives. I like it's 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 like one of those serial killers, you know. Like mm-hmm. you ever watch the serial killer documentary? Oh, I I have like these fucked up childhoods, uh, or like upbringings or some like traumatic event or something mm-hmm. where you're like, damn, that really sucks. But also you killed like forty people. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> it's it's this weird uh, juxtaposition of of your empathy for them and at the same time the knowledge of how evil they are. Yeah. Like you, you were beat. You were like molested. You were had such a horrible childhood, but you killed fifty people and stuffed their like right. arms in the fridge. You know, don't don't do that. Yeah, it's 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 one of those weird things in your brain where you're just like morally gray area, but also <laughs> evil. Like, oh uh, god. <laughs> I I love watching those serial killer documentaries or anything called, like cold case files, mis- mystery stuff like that. I don't watch them a ton personally. Uh, I get into I phases. I ha- I have seen some, and 
Like, there was one on Netflix that came out a while back that did that one famous serial killer that was pretty good. Hmm. It was, like, the two detectives that were, like, uh, supposed to be coming up with, like, the, the serial killer as, like, a, a concept. Oh, Mindhunter. Mindhunter, yes, thank you. Mindhunter. That one was really good. That is um, so That is such a good show. And I know there are some people that, like, get super into that stuff, like, more than just Mindhunter. They, like, will and watch podcasts about, like, I know there's a really popular uh, female duo that does a podcast that I cannot for the life of me remember the name of that I know a bunch of people that have listened to. Comedy and crime podcasts are the main two podcasts out there. Yeah. They rival yeah. each other. They go back and forth. Makes sense. I mean, uh... I don't even really watch podcasts that much anymore because I do like no driving, and that's when I I think we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. That's when I did most of my listening to podcasts, so I don't I don't do it much anymore. But uh, if I ever do, it's usually like background noise, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like while I'm working, I'll throw it on like the TV on YouTube or something, like the uh, like Tiny Meat Gangs podcast uh, with Cody and Noel, or like they've been having uh, some ever since they changed their <clears throat> ever since they changed their whole setup to alien stuff. I love it. Thing. Yeah, it's really it. cool. It's really fucking cool. Uh, but yeah, so it like like comedy podcasts like that are essentially what I throw on for background noise. Um, that or, or whatever. This is a whole tangent, so we'll we'll just skip. It kind of ties into a little bit of what, about what we're gonna talk about after this. But um, I mean, yeah, that that's really the only thing. I I, I my only issue about that is just the longevity of it, and, and I wanted it to tie up a little bit more about what the fuck happened at the end of that <laughs> the end of the other episode come on man you're gonna you're gonna t- i mean we we were used to three episodes in a row or two episodes in a row of like horrible cliffhangers my god dude there was one where he was mid neck with his sword I know. are you fucking kidding me bro they're they're you're out of your goddamn mind if you're gonna do that Keeping you interested for the next, or hyped, I guess, for the next episode. Hey, it definitely works. It gets me angry and interested. That's how they retain viewership, man. You gotta, you gotta have that hook for the next episode just to make sure your viewers come back. It gets personally, I like it because it gives you something to look forward to for the next week. God uh, damn it, man! It's just I'm so into it at that point. Just fucking do it, bro. Just give me the fucking. <laughs> but it does let you know that there's going to be f- a fight after, like the the next episode. Or at least some fighting right. in the next episode. Right. Something is going to happen in the next episode, and I I will be here next week watching it. I have to know. <laughs> that and Attack on Titan does that shit. Yeah. I've, I haven't started watching the uh, the final half of the final season yet. I've uh, only... I'm only four or five it, episodes in, if that. I'm really slacking on my or, Attack on Titan. Did it already finish airing? I I don't know. I was going to wait essentially until it was all done airing. Me too. I was going to finish watching it. Me too. Uh, heck on Titan. This one. Let's see. This is season four. Dude, I don't even know, bro. Let's see, they're on episode 83, which is episode something of season four. I'm just going to look at my anime list. I always have what, what the fuck it's doing. What the fuck is going on? The Encyclopedia. Shingeki no Kyojin. The final season part two. Yeah, dude, my anime list fucks. I use that. I want to say I use it all the time, but it's kind of like phases where I'll like 
every time I watch an episode, I'll go update my anime list, and, you know, sometimes I'll post reviews or whatever, but then other times I just won't look at it for, like, months or years. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. Um, it's there when you need it. Right. I, I frequently use it as, like, Wikipedia, though, for sure. Mm. Uh, looks like it is still airing, according to my anime list. I'm only four episodes in. Maybe, if that. I haven't even started it yet, so it's uh I've I've, I've heard I've heard mainly good things about the storyline. I'm not reading the reviews, but all of the like the top four reviews on my anime list for it are all ten out of tens. So <laughs> okay. it must be pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> uh I guess we'll see. From from what I've watched, I like the direction. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I I had kind of mixed feelings on it whenever they first introduced, like, the mainland. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to turn this into, like, a, a episode where we're going to go into a long tangent on Attack on Titan, but whenever they first introduced the mainland, and especially, like, season one has, like, a particular feeling where it feels like they're on this isolated land, and yeah. uh, they have, like, it's, like, humanity against this this outside threat, essentially. And it feels like that up until about season three, I think, is whenever they first introduced the idea that there's, like, traitors or whatever. And then it later introduces, you know, in season four, I guess it is, uh, of, like, there are other countries outside of this island that they live on. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, like, this happens a lot with shows where I want them to go one direction and they go another direction. And I'm kind of disappointed by it. Not to say that the direction that they went is bad. It's just not what I wanted personally. Like, right. I was really enjoying the the isolated, like, gritty, dark feeling that they had kind of uh, came up with in the first two seasons. That was, like, they would, you know, have a little bit of hope, and then they just absolutely fucking crush all of Dude, them. Like, just repeatedly. You like this was... character? You think he's a main character? Dead. Right, Immediately. Right. Similar, <laughs> similar feeling to, uh, I guess, not... not not the same, but similar feeling in Game of Thrones, where they, like, kill off those characters. Yes. But they don't play with your emotions as much in Game of Thrones, where they're, like, uh, building up hope and then crushing your hope, you know? I so that, that's, Going back to Demon Slayer, sorry, last thing. Uh, they also have that had that feeling in this last few episodes where they would, like, build up your hope or whatever. Ah, they're going to win the fight, and then, like, immediately crush it. Dude, they were all so desperate. They were in desperation mode for three episodes. Just finding <laughs> yeah, out so crazy long. ways to just stay alive. I know. It was wild. Ba- back to what back to what you were saying on the Attack on Titan and then we're going to we're going to move on. So uh-huh. I agree with you and the fact that I I love the isolation feeling and the grittiness. The thing that saves me from them changing that is the deception and the hierarchy and the uh, the amount of work they all put into deceiving like a whole fucking I, I just love the psychological part about that. If they didn't have anything like that, I, I don't really think I would be that interested in the show. I love outside fucking elite table pulling the strings type things and learning about that in a very crazy way. Like yeah. the like the key to the basement type shit. I loved that. I loved hearing about that every now and again. Right. It would right. get me so so fucking hyped. I will admit that that was uh, 
especially the key in the basement thing in particular was was quite interesting uh but i don't think it was in my opinion like they could have had that still and not have to have had the like outside nations or whatever right but also uh i'm a huge fan of i guess monster movies you would call them and like zombie movies in general where it's very much a feeling of humanity versus this monster this monstrous creature or whatever titans are scary they legitimately scare me i don't i don't like them they're pretty creepy. The way that they they're, move, uh, the way their eyes, man, bro, the abnormal ones that fucking oh, fucking yeah, run dude. with their arms just they're, waddling in the wind. Nah, flailing, yeah. <laughs> bro, if I saw that coming towards me, I'm ending it with whatever I <clears throat> whatever I have near me. I don't give a fuck. I that that, that is fuck. that is horrifying to me. <laughs> God, man, <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. Okay, so. We're going to wrap up our little discussion on uh, the Demon Slayer, the last two episodes. And before we go, uh, I wanted to kind of segue into our new episode. So I want to get... Hmm, let, me, let me see. How, how should I go about this? Uh, so the next episode is going to be a gaming episode, right? So I want right. to get your favorite your top three favorite indie games that you've come across over the over the past few years i'm gonna give mine in no particular order and these three games i fiended on for these these three games i fiended in a type of way where i'm just shut off from every social aspect of my life and i'm just obsessed i'm watching walkthroughs i'm watching different techniques and shit (laughs) so shovel knight okay hollow knight and terraria okay those are pretty solid choices and this is like my my personal favorite three indie games i'm assuming yes Okay, let me make sure this is actually an indie game before I see this. I mean, I I just assumed all the ones that I named are considered I indie. I believe so. I believe it's basically just like non-AAA. Yeah. I think Terraria is definitely more what is more recognized now, but I was playing it whenever... I mean, Terraria the, is absolutely an indie game. The music, the fucking... Oh my god. I can spend the, the satisfaction of just hitting the blocks... Getting the fucking sky boots, bro, and not be and not taking fall damage and just fucking flying in the air doing double, triple, quadruple jumps. Shovel, Shovel Knight is a really fucking good game. Shovel Knight. Uh, is- I haven't I haven't played Hollow Knight yet. Uh, I, I think I have it in my Steam library, but I haven't played it. But uh, I played it on the Switch. Shovel, Knight, Shovel Knight's really fun. Uh, as far as indie games go, though, I have to say my number one still is Hades. And I've talked about this on yes, the podcast. Yes, you have. Before. Yes, you have. I still Hades, need to fucking play there, that, man. Yeah. There's so much attention to detail. The mechanics, like the actual gameplay mechanics, feel really fucking clean. Uh, as opposed to like Elden Ring, for example, which I'm sure a lot of people are playing right now. Uh, which, by the way, small tangent, I defeated fucking Ulcerized Tree Spirit last night after... So literally eight hours of trying <laughs> at level 26. Dude, y'all are used to playing those games. That. There's no way I'm going to be able to fucking finish it. If it made, if it took you eight hours, it's going to take me 32. Well, okay. So let me, full disclosure, I'm not 
like a huge from software fanboy like a lot of the worlds or mm-hmm. the the gaming i guess community is these days like it's very popular to be a a, a dark souls like fan yes if you know what i'm saying um i am not one of those by any means in fact i very heavily uh dislike a lot of aspects of the games <laughs> and i i critique i critique the game all the time uh they, I, in my opinion there are, are all every single one of them is very deeply flawed and there are lots of design decisions that are very questionable that's a that's a that's a discussion for another day though but Dude, uh I just, I, it's just sure it's too hard for me out there but <laughs> It's it's not about like. So th- this is I, I guess I'll say this one thing. Uh, my main gripe is that you can load up actions during other actions, which seems like it could be a good thing. But in the moment, when especially in the ulcerized tree spirit fight, where that you're seems it would make everything off, harder. Right, it makes it harder. Like, and it's really frustrating when, like, for example, I'm trying to roll, and because uh. I don't know, maybe I'm coming out of an attack animation. I'm, like, spamming the roll button. Uh-huh. And my character rolls, and then because I accidentally clicked it too far into the roll, it rolls again. And then I get hit because I accidentally rolled twice. It's 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 not even fun. Like, it's... That sounds like a big fuck you really in the design yeah. department. It's, it's just really frustrating. Uh, and the fight itself, like, obviously I enjoy the game because I, I played it for, you know, eight hours trying to defeat mm-hmm. that boss, but there's, I'm not gonna get into it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's suffice to say that the boss fight has been designed a lot better, because you're having to re- to read animations, and there are certain parts of the fight where it's just really hard to see them because the character model literally clips into the wall, and it really pisses me off. Uh, it's like, how fucking dumb are these developers that they can't just make the room slightly bigger or make the the hitboxes you know, actually not clip out of the room, like, that would be great, because the character, like, winds his head back like this, and if he does this certain, uh, this subtle movement, it means he's gonna charge at your face. If he does this one, it means he's gonna throw a breath at you, and you can't fucking tell, because half of his body is clipped out of the fucking room, and it's, (laughs) it's so fucking stupid, man. Dude, but anyway, uh, everything is working against you, it seems. Yeah, that's very much what the games feel like, which is why I think a lot of people enjoy them, uh however there are people who will claim that it's good design i think that that's incorrect uh it just feels like the game is fighting against you and it's really frustrating but it's it's still winnable so that's why i think a lot of people like those games uh i've tried three separate times to get into dark souls and i just i i can't do it i'm not good enough that's fair uh i also man i kept i kept saying i wasn't going to but the last thing i'll say is (laughs) The atmosphere in all of the games and all of the combat systems and everything just fa- just feels very copy and pasted. It feels very uninspired. Like the first one, innovative, great. Like Demon Souls or whatever, where they have like the the combat system like refined very well. And they might have even been had that before Demon Souls. I'm not sure. I'm not like I said. I'm not a fanboy. Right. Uh, but it's the same every fucking game. It's the goddamn same. The atmosphere is the same. The combat system is the same. It's all the same. And it's just like it's super uninteresting to me. It just it's seems like, cool. like I beat Dark Souls. Why would I want to go play Dark Souls two? It's the same fucking game. Like there's three differences maybe between the games. Like ah, oh, instead of flasks, you have this thing. Instead of uh, this weapon, it does this now. There's this slightly new mechanic on on you know certain weapons, and that's all that changes from game to game. Notab- notable exceptions, obviously, being Bloodborne and uh, Sekiro, which 
still like very much feel that way, but like stray far enough away from like the main Soul Series games that they're 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 different enough, I guess, that it's not like the biggest issue. See, whenever I was chilling with Dak, uh, whenever he lived in the apartment, he would just rant about Bloodborne, and that was the game that I was watching him that made me kind of interested to play because it was it just looked different. I mean, I didn't play it, but it just looked like it played different. And yeah, it's like gothic horror. And yes, the, I loved that. Yeah, the, it's it's all like slightly different. It feels it like again slightly different. Like it's all you know different enough. Um, whereas like this main series games are not not at all. And even Elden Ring, like feels it feels like it's basically the open world is pointless. <laughs> like it literally just feels like they took Dark Souls and put it in an open world map. And that was it. And you're still like, going no to the same like type of routes that you're going to, but it's just open world. You can just see shit around you and move, like maybe right. cut across a path. Right. And it it's like, it feels so two head. It's like you could have gone so big brain with this, but you just you they just couldn't do it. From software, just couldn't do it. Bare they minimum. Just, they have found what works, and they refuse to stray from it. They absolutely like refuse to stray from it, and it. I bet they're getting I, a fuck ton of sales, though. They are. No, they absolutely are. Like because I said, it's, it's, it's very popular to like these games. Well, um, it's it's very popular right now, too. I'm seeing right. it everywhere. Yeah. It's flooding I, yeah, everything. Yeah, I, out, so. yeah, I saw uh, Ludwig, one of the, uh, another YouTuber, uh, was streaming until he beat it, and he just beat it yesterday, I think. What? Already? Yeah. yeah. He wasn't 100%ing it or anything, but it, it took him like five, four, four days, five days, something like that. But uh, anyway, damn. back to the indie games. Yeah. Hades is a game very much, on, which is why I originally brought it up, very much unlike Dark Souls. The mechanics feel clean. There's They're responsive. Uh, you never feel like you're being punished by the game design, like or by the by bad control design, I mean. Mm -hmm. Like, everything feels fluid. It feels smooth. It feels good. Um, and then there's obviously the attention to detail that I mentioned. Uh, like, all the character dialogue. Um, just little things throughout the levels, just so much stuff that just makes the game feel like a triple A product, even though it was, you know, an indie game. And it's like even like calling it a triple game, triple A game even feels disrespectful. It's better than most triple A games because triple A games these days come out and are like half baked, you know? Yeah. This game is like fully fleshed out. Like I sank so many hours in this game and I like I still go back and play it like it's so replayable, too. Um, there's like a known, a, there's a, an objective disdain for AAA games now. Right. That, yeah, it's, I look yeah. more towards the indie side because you know there's more heart and soul put into it. For sure. Definitely for sure. Uh, the next one I want to mention is Stardew Valley. Oh that my one. God, so fucking good. Uh, God damn it. I've put a pretty solid number of hours into that one as well um it's so calming and, man yeah it's it's like a step up from animal crossing i played animal crossing a bunch as a kid and even recently actually mm -hmm. uh but it's like the next level up from animal crossing if you know what i'm saying it's just like better yep uh so that's a really good one and then number three what is an indie game i've played recently Ooh, I got it. 
Slay the Spire. And I would actually rank this one above uh, Stardew Valley. No Slay shit. the Spire is a roguelike rogue no roguelite card game uh or deck builder rather roguelite builder uh and essentially you go through these like i think it's three maps of however many rooms that you have to go into and it's either like a a elite a regular mob or uh there's question marks that can be like random events and then there's chests and fire camps and then you do all of these little like steps on your path whatever path you choose until you reach the boss and you have to fight the boss with whatever deck you've made up until that point. And that is, that is like card, like I'm a huge card gamer. Uh, I have been, I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh or I don't play anymore, but I have played card games for like 20 years or so. Uh, so I really like card games and this is, this is one of the best. Yeah. Blue Eyes White Dragon. Hell Shout yeah. out. You know, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I'm playing one right now called Flesh and Blood. I just, I, lo I love card games and this is like one of the best card games I've ever played. It's not like a PvP card game like Yu-Gi-Oh or Magic or Flesh and Blood or even Pokemon is. Uh, See, I'm already it's liking it. It's the AI. Uh, I like shit like that. It's really fun. You can do really creative things with the deck, uh, with or with the decks. There's like four different heroes you play, um, and man, it's 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 a blast. I st I have. Let me see how many hours I have on this game. <laughs> I have a lot. Fire. Let's see. I have 500 hours. On oh my it. god! It's it's pretty good, and that's not even including the mobile <laughs> version. That's just that's just my Steam hours. So hours I've been sitting at my computer playing it. That was fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, I put five five hundred hours into it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, I, you know. <laughs> dude. It reminds me of those reviews of some dude that's put like two thousand hours in the Counter Strike or some shit, and it's just like. Dope game. Yeah, dope game. <laughs> <laughs> game I'll, fun. I'll fuck with this game. <laughs> like, we're, yeah, dude, we know, we know. Yeah, we could tell. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's a really good game. Uh, there's not much else I think that needs to be said about it. It's just a really good deck building roguelite. Um, so yeah, those are my three. Yeah, y'all go, y'all go check them out. Y'all all go fucking play those games. Uh, you need to play Hollow Knight, and then I'll play that card game. Hollow Knight is, sure. is like like 2D, Super Metroid, Dark Souls, and the difficulty factor. Because you, it's like split-second decisions. And sometimes you're like, how the fuck am I going to defeat this boss? There's no way on God's green earth I'm going to be able to fuck this dude up. And you just have to dash and just find a way and just... Time. Find the fucking way, yeah, bro. you just gotta time the animations right and just fucking just get through it. But um, but yeah, thank you, uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching our Demon Slayer Entertainment outro fucking season. We're gonna we're gonna eventually catch up on Attack on Titan and do some shit on that because I don't even remember the last time we covered Attack on Titan. I don't even think we we have we <laughs> have we ever. If we have, it's been like a tangent or two. It hasn't been yeah, an, it, an actual episode. I can't remember. Like I remember specifically ranting about the, this series to people, but I don't know if it's been on podcasts or just to friends. So, who knows? Well, we'll we'll do that shit soon, and um, uh, 
let's see what what else did I want to did I want to mention? Oh yeah, uh, the consistent uploads are back. So we're gonna be posting on YouTube every single day now, or every other day. I might skip a day in the week, give my fucking twenty five year old bones a little break. And uh, thank y'all for watching. I'm gonna play us out with the faded track by the Dak Attack with the Mac in the back of the sack. And I hope y'all enjoy. The rest of your day, fucking weeb it up. Watch those last two episodes, and um, you know. Oh yeah, we need to. I, I need to catch up on fucking One Piece. God damn it, I haven't read the last One Piece. Two chapters. It ha it had to be mentioned in the episode at least once. <laughs> at the very end, I'm sneaking it in. If it wasn't. <laughs> All right, so faded by the deck. Todd's on SoundCloud. Thank you.